Hey, welcome back to Pigeon. This is Chris, and today's co-host, Steve. Hey, how's it going, hockey fans? And you know us, we're just a couple goalies who've taken one too many pucks to the head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So be sure to follow us on Twitter to let us know what you think, and also be sure to comment and share any hockey news or hockey games or videos we should cover in an upcoming podcast. So, Steve, to start off today's podcast, we just wanted to give a quick shout out there to our other co-host, Sebastian, and the Carlton Place Canadians of the EOJHL, as today, the Carlton Place Canadians hit the ice against the Perth Blue Wings for the first time uh, for either of these teams in two, three months. Yeah, they were just chomping at the bit to get back onto that ice, so... Congratulations, boys. Uh, I would play this one like it's game seven of the Stanley Cup finals. Get out there and leave it all on the ice because I think you should play the rest of your season that way and just enjoy the hell out of it. Good luck to both teams because I believe they'll be facing each other a lot over the next month. I don't think they have any other opponents. I think with the way the uh, kind of like coming out of COVID precautions in Ontario, they're very much limiting who can play who right now. So it's just going to be a lot of just these two teams getting to know each other way more than they want to. So good luck to both teams, especially our, our co-host there, Sebastian. We also wanted to bring up that the Big Ten dropped its news. The 2021, uh, what, what do they want to call it? The Big Ten men's ice hockey tournament had a date change, but I don't think the location changed. So I think it's still going to be at the Compton Family Ice Arena at the University of Notre Dame. And they're just kind of doing what they can to keep their athletes safe while still allowing the tournament to happen. So, you know, good luck to all the teams that will be facing off against each other in that one. And as well as the Women's Hockey East Championship 2021 started yesterday, as again, this is February 26th. And I believe it started last night with the first two teams facing off Holy Cross, New Hampshire. If not incorrect, New Hampshire shut out Holy Cross three to nothing. And I think that takes uh, Holy Cross out of it because I believe it's single elimination. Again, things are a little bit weird with COVID, but these tournaments are still going on. So, you know, Women's Hockey East and the uh, the Big Ten championships out there, you know, good luck. We're very excited to see hockey back out there. And really, ever since the NHL returned, Steve, uh, you, Sebastian, and I have all been talking about <laughs> some of the things that haven't surprised us, some of the things that have and it's it's been a super weird season. I will say I'm slightly shocked right now with Edmonton. I mean, in a way, we called the fact that they're going to be a good team. But if you take out McJesus and Gisidal, mm-hmm. you probably eliminate that team. But they're healthy. They've been playing really good hockey. And I will say Mike Smith is made a comeback. What a start. Like, <laughs> well, he was injured, I, right? Yeah. Injured and then comes back, but that's Smith has that ability, right? And when he and Smith is focused, he you know, and he showed that with the coyotes, right? And when on you know, especially for the conference final run, even the season after, when he's locked in his game, he can be one of the best in the league. And after last year's playoffs, I just didn't know you know, if he could come back. And, you know, we remember we were talking about that. The one caveat we did say was, look, there was a layoff, right? Yep. So coming into that, some goalies were hot and some were just way off, way off. Like Carey Price was hot in that run. Um, Hudobin, right? Who's yep. <laughs> And look at that, right? Let's let's be honest there. Hudobin and Price look great there. Not so great right now. But it's the opposite for Smith, right? So, but, there, you know, there's a stat. If you keep McDavid and Drysaddle off the scoreboard, it's not easy to do. But if you do it, they don't win. And 
that's the secret to shutting down the Oilers. And it's not that easy because McDavid's speed is ridiculous. And the thing about Drysaddle too, like he's he's so good at protecting that puck. He's fast. He's got a shot. He can pass right. Like those are literally, you know, you can argue that they are the two best players in the NHL on the same team. So yeah, that is the, the Oilers. And again, we're still early into this, right? Because it's not like there's a ton of points separating it, but they're on a streak after what losing, I don't know how many of their games in a row. I think they're on a heck of a streak. Uh, I want to say that I think Smith has, I think he's six and oh to start his season off with Edmonton. He's not a young man. And I think he's, if I'm in, if I'm not incorrect, that might be the best start for a goalie in Oilers history. And you think about all the Oilers goalies in Oilers history, that's unbelievable. Yeah, they're on five consecutive wins, which when you string it across in in this shortened season, that's massive, right? Oh, and in a season like this one, absolutely, that's huge. The next interesting team, the Calgary Flames, and it wasn't just me that were picking them to do really, really well. They're struggling. You know, some of it's been for them too inconsistent goaltending and an injured goalie. Their starters out, right? Yeah. Okay. So I had them picked. Uh, I had them making the playoffs, but like the fourth team in. But I figured at that point Edmonton or Vancouver could climb over them because I have in my point structure, I have all three of those teams really close to each other. But Calgary be the best of the three. Yeah. Well, point. and Winnipeg, they're showing. Remember, I said about that core structure of the team together, right? They've had that structure. They're doing really well. And after dumping off line eight, Dubois now finding his rhythm with them and because, again, you know, look at that, right? Like, I figured Line A would have a huge year. Nobody predicted that trade. But I think it's going to benefit both teams. Just the nice thing about Dubois, big-bodied, big-bodied forward, right? Big-bodied centerman that can pass, he can score, he can hit. You know, so that was a good fit into that lineup and into that culture, I think. So the Jets do have a fast team. And with Hellebuck in that, they, you know, this is what I'm laughing right now is it's it's not – this division's not going exactly the way I thought it was because I really no. thought Calgary would be more competitive. But Honestly, I, I, I thought Calgary would be facing off against Toronto second round. I thought those were the two teams that were going to be uh, advancing out. Yeah, you know, I really did. I, I picked, and of course, right now Montreal is struggling, but I picked Montreal to be the best team coming out of the division. However, I still picked them losing in the first round to Calgary because I figured Calgary would find their mojo late, and they could. I mean, things can still change, but. I figured with the way Calgary was, they'd find their mojo late and they'd be super hot when Montreal would probably start hot and go slightly cold. But it was Montreal. It wasn't going to be an easy series, but Calgary was just going to be on such fire. But at the end of the day, Toronto still for me is the the powerhouse team in that division. And they were a team that was going to advance out of that division towards the third round. But we'll see. Right now, that looks definitely what's happening. But it's a long season. Well, that's it. Like a week from now, this could be flipped right upside down. Austin <laughs> this Matthews. Could, this could this could age very badly. Matthews has a sore wrist. They lost their last game. The, the, the last game they played the Montreal Canadiens, they lost four players in that battle. You know, four of their players went down. Um, you know, one unlucky puck to Musson's face. You know, uh, Thornton went down. Anderson was injured. Like there was four injuries that came out of that. Now Matthews being injured. And this is the thing about this season, right? This is like a mini playoffs. It's, no, every it's series is a mini playoffs. Like and right now, Buffalo's in the midst with the New Jersey Devils series, and it's a it's a series. That's what it is. It's a legitimate series, and 
honestly, I I'm going to tell you, I didn't necessarily like it moving into the season. I was kind of excited about it, but maybe like, uh, you know, it's we don't get to face any other teams. It's the same teams. I actually kind of like it because it's little mini playoff series. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's it. And, and now we're seeing the injuries because there, there's people that are there's like Anderson and, and Muzzin are going to kill each other before this is done. Matthews is even blocking shots now, which you wouldn't expect from Matthews, right? He's showing that he wants to win. Marner is actually going to the dirty areas. It's already showing, right? And right now, yeah. McDavid and Drysaddle are okay. The closer this gets to playoffs, the more they're going to be targeted. And look at all the chatter we're having right now just on these. Now, let's go to the Senators quick, though, Sebastian's team, because they're doing exactly what we said they would do. Yes, they are. Be we a- call them. They're in the bottom of the division, but they are that team – you don't want to face because they're going to be feisty. And I think they are 3-0, and if I'm not correct, if I'm correct. Yeah, they're on a three-game winning streak. The NHL says they're on a three-game winning yeah. streak. Yeah, they just they just got back-to-back wins against the Habs and then just knocked off Calgary, right? And the Calgary game was a blowout. So, and this is why, you know, I like talking to intelligent hockey people, like the people that like to chirp quickly on Facebook and think they're funny. The Ottawa does have a lot of good young talent. and it's Oh, really they sh- do. And they need to make the Kachuk kid a captain. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but still, I'm sorry. He's the face of that franchise, and I so love his just, firepower. He's amazing, that young kid. You know, he came in, he's NHL ready, and it's so funny when guys want to stick to, you know, known countries and blah, blah, blah. After Dry Settle, I would trust anything that came into Germany, right? Anything that comes to Germany now, they seem to be on top of their hockey game. And then uh, is what's – oh, i got to look up some of the names because their other young rookie is looking good. Like, he's fit right in. Give me one second here, guys. Are you talking I, about another German rookie? Or no, 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 no. Uh, the Ottawa rookie. Um, give me one second here. Uh, Batherson, looking solid. Like looking solid out there, you know, making big plays, getting getting goals. Like between him and Stutzel, like they're just they're just playing really well. And then Brady Kachuk, like, and here's the thing as a Habs fan, right? The Habs could have picked Kachuk. And at the time we didn't need we needed a center, right? And in Kakaniemi, his last game looked a lot better with this younger coach, right? They gave him more responsibility. Okay, more so well that's one that's one of the issues I have with general managers sometimes is mm-hmm. You know, like Edmonton, this is where Edmonton massively failed. Edmonton just kept going after the sexiest pick. I get it. Your guys get the first overall pick again because the NHL's pulling your name out of the hat. Edmonton just kept picking the sexiest player, and it didn't work for him. It didn't work for him. Hall's gone. Yakupov's gone. These guys are gone. And now they're talking about Nugent Hopkins possibly being a, a trade piece, you know, moving forward. I think Edmonton bit didn't pick the right players. And I think sometimes it's so short-sighted on what you need that you're just going to pick. No, you got to look for the long-term future structure of your team. And as much as you are thinking about the now, you also have to think about the two to three to four to five years from now. What pieces do you need? You need to be fully ingrained. And who cares? The, the, the fan base doesn't like you. They don't understand it. You know, that Lundquist guy, seventh-round pick, sucked, right? Came to nothing, you know? What, what a loser, right? Nobody knows who the king is. So I think it's just a matter of picking the right players, not just the, the ones that people think you need to pick. Sorry. that For me, I just think that sometimes short-sightedness of some of these general managers. You, I think you had the Caps missing the playoffs, and, you know, I didn't think so. I thought they still have enough firepower. I don't think they're going to go deep this year. 
right? But Boston is looking like Boston because we thought they were iffy if Marshawn and Palestine. Yeah, Boston's exactly where I thought they'd be. Yeah, now they – well, I said, if you got that line and they're healthy, then watch out, right? And if we weren't sure because of the rumors with Rask, but they're still the same team. The island – it's pretty much bouncing out the way I thought it would right now, but it's not like there's a ton of separation, right? We're, we're literally sitting at what? Point-wise, Pittsburgh is tied with Philadelphia, but Philadelphia has two games in hand. The other teams, except for Boston, have played more. Like we've, we've got – Jersey's got to catch up, but it's funny. Jersey, if they win the next couple, you know. Know, and they get caught up if they win the next four games they're in a playoff spot yeah and, i'm you know I'm, i've been impressed with wedgwood's play i mean it's not that we didn't know he was a good goalie but uh, i mean he's never been the, the 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 straight up number one and he doesn't have a great team in front of him so it was for me it was never really about wedgwood in this scenario it was about the team in front of him was me it was probably the least impressive in the national hockey league and you know, they're better than Buffalo, a, a team that I thought was really well structured outside of goaltending. And look at where we're at. And and the Rangers are sitting there with us and a lot of young firepower. I just think that, again, this is a team that's going to mesh. I'm not counting the Rangers out yet. You can't really count out any team right now, but I think the Rangers still have something to give. I'm not counting them out yet. And yeah, I'm I'm happy with where Washington's at as a Caps fan as well. Vanasek, I, I mean, I knew who he was before this season began. I just didn't know how good he was. Like, I didn't give him any. I didn't give him any well, but, street but, cred. But, but, let's, but let's just be honest, right? You can't. They, there's only so much you can watch and do, right? And if you're yeah. local to where he was playing and you could see him, then you yeah. If I was in Hershey, I'd be like, wow, he's going to be amazing. I I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's and look, I picked your other goalie who had the ATV injury last year, who's now lost his spot. <laughs> because of COVID. Yep. You're not getting that spot back, buddy. That's all his now. He's got that locked in. But that's one of the surprises that we're talking about, right? You did not see this coming. Oh, like in terms Chicago. of goalie so pri- in terms of goalie surprises, we Chicago. I'm just gonna say we gotta talk Chicago. <laughs> exactly. That's where I was just going to Chicago Blackhawks. My god. We were counting you guys out. Dead out. Out for a reason. Like, because we're like, you don't have the goaltending. And but we did have the disclaimer. I knew who Malcolm Subban was. He's not your starter. So he was your starter. You would not be I still have faith right in Subban, but no, yeah. I've, I've, yeah, but he's not the starter. Yeah. He's he's clearly not the starter. This uh, what's well, his he's name? He's got himself a shutout this year. So I mean, he's I still believe in him as a good. I just didn't know who the heck this other guy was. I'm like, yeah, but he's the other guy's getting up. He's getting the majority of the starts now, and his he's name fantastic. is like, is he finished? Yeah, like, what is he? It's it's Lankinen, right? And that he's, sounds Finnish. You know, he's he's hundred percent Finnish. He's from Helsinki. Okay. And six two one eighty five playing good hockey so i had no idea who this guy was <laughs> neither did i and that's why i just said like look if that's your tandem going in you're gonna have some trouble well i'll eat crow on that one because i did not know anything about him and he's playing good so and Bro, this is also third, in, they're third in the discover central division third now <laughs> like, yeah but the only thing they're behind this, the florida teams and i okay i'm sorry i'm gonna jump you over again here brother florida i i just had faith this team would be good i did i will say that they do do have a they do have a ton of firepower right yes they're fun to watch too they're really fun to watch. oh no they they have been for a while and they've made some good moves um but let's just keep one thing in mind right the one team who is underperforming right now let's be honest the dallas stars are only at 15 games the dallas stars and the columbus blue jackets well yeah 
Well, no, I thought both these teams would be a lot better than they are, and I think Torch might be a. Uh, He's going to be gone, so because there's there's yeah. too many players that want out on that team. But let's talk about the Stars for one second, because they are six games behind the Chicago Blackhawks right now. They win. I they're can't not, believe I, we're I doubt they're gonna, Well, <laughs> but but the one thing I would say is like you know you were a fan of Hudobin because he was a little quirky. I think he missed a practice and got benched one game. Yeah, he did. Right? And so Nashville's exactly where I expected them to be. Just put yeah. That. There. But but Dallas can. They still have a good team. They can still rack up. You know, I'm not saying they're going to go ahead and win the next six games. But if they get, you know, four of the five wins, right, that's eight points that bumps them up to 24 points, which is right now just outside a playoff spot. Right. But then they're right on the doorstep of the Chicago Blackhawks. So it's great that I, I love it that the Blackhawks are doing well this way because it's creating a lot of animosity in this division. The one team, though, you didn't give enough credit to was those Carolina Hurricanes who, no, if, if they got you're, a good You're point, correct. I mean, in that place, I, I didn't have them making the playoffs. I mean, on my point scale, yeah, honestly, I haven't I even had them behind Nashville. So I just, hey, the bunch of jerks proved me wrong, bunch of jerks. Yeah, and I, I just chalk it up to I watched a lot of them play, right? Now, again, we're early in the season. There's only fourth place and I will know, say you guys did both say Florida and Nashville would suck. Or no, you guys have said both you and Sebastian said Florida would suck and Nashville would be up there and we can reverse those. So I'm allowed to be wrong. <laughs> so Carolina, I was like I said, Carolina's on my point scale. I think I still had, even though I had them missing the playoffs, even behind Nashville, I think on my power ranking, uh, let's see here. I had Carolina. Yeah, I had him 22nd. Never mind. I don't have any faith in him. Yeah, now let's go back to this next division. LA Kings, where the hell did they come from? I told, okay, now I said, uh, again, they just I won said six, the LA they've Kings won, would they've be won nowhere s- near as bad as mm-hmm. the, like, I thought the Ducks and the Sharks would suck. I didn't pick the Blues to make the playoffs. However, the LA Kings, I have barely, I basically had the LA Kings as a long shot to try to struggle. It, barring anything crazy, I figured the fight was going to be between Minnesota and St. Louis to get into the playoffs and Minnesota to win that battle. But L.A. wasn't exactly a distant second where for me Anaheim and San Jose were. Anaheim and San Jose are exactly where I expected them to be. Colorado, I'm just like, what? Well, that's that's exactly <laughs> it. Like The Avalanche, who offensively looked like a juggernaut last season. And I will still say it. If McKinnon can find his game. Dude, I had this team as, like, I think the best team in the National Wait, no, That's what I did. I had, I had them going to the I had them number two. I had them number two. I had Boston the best team in the NHL. Yeah, but so it's me and a lot of other people had them going to the cup finals. Because you oh, just oh, yeah. you watched them battle through that injury-plagued bubble, and they still made a hell of a go. And I have, I have them eliminated in the second round. That's what but, I had for Colorado. But McKin- McKinnon is just I – mean, it's just one of those things. If he finds his game and then that, that offense clicks, watch out, right? But it, these are the X factors, right? Like I had Carey Price having a good season. I had McKinnon being lights out, and both are underperforming. Now, I'm never a guy to write a player off unless it's severe injury or they're up there in age, right? So I really didn't have Joe Thornton doing too much for – Pardon me, the leaps, but he's he's actually doing pretty well with the the younger boys, and he's putting the pocket in that. He's shooting, so I, I think, think I think again, this is part of where Toronto, because they overpay certain players, had to do a better job at structuring their team up, and I think they put the right pieces in. 
You know, they got the right pieces that were available, not the sexiest pieces, Maple Leafs fans. They got the right pieces. You get guys like Simmons and Thornton out of there, and you keep a guy like Spezza so he doesn't retire. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, that's – I think they got the right pieces to make a run for it. Are they going to? Uh, I think they're going to make it into the playoffs easily. I think they will be the team that comes out of that division, but I don't see them in the finals. No, I just don't think they have enough physical. No, they're they're going to be a they're going to be a team that they're going to have that firepower. I think I my, again my opinion from that episode we did in early January. I think they're going to make the conference finals, but I think I think they're going to fall to uh I think they're going to fall to the I, I think it was the Islanders I had it was the Islanders or Tampa. No, it's the Islanders. I haven't fallen to the Islanders. I thought you had the, the Islanders. Finals. I thought you had the Islanders missing the playoffs. But, no, no, no. I have the Islanders in the playoffs. Did you? Yeah, I have the Islanders going back up to my... Oh, it was think, Sebastian. It was Sebastian. Yeah, yeah it was I have Sebastian, the Islanders yeah, ranked yeah. fourth. Yeah, I have the Islanders facing off against the uh, the Bruins in the first round, but the Islanders take them out. Yeah, I have the Islanders taking out Toronto in the third round. Yeah, so there's... So I have it, the Islanders advancing against the Golden Knights. Because uh, the, the biggest thing in this division are going to be your games against San Jose and Anaheim. You can't drop one. You can't do it. Because if you drop one of those, it's going to really cripple you. And it's the same thing in the North. Like the, the Senators, <laughs> they're – the fun thing is they're actually a fun hockey team to watch. You know, they play aggressive in a team right now with the Kings who just seem to be chippy and in it, and their vets just keep keep wanting to bring it. I just want to see – you know, I, I do think over the course of the shortened season with how contentious these battles are going to get that some of the older vets are going to get worn down a little bit quicker. <laughs> Like, you gotta admit, man. Like I don't, you know, the whole repetitious game thing. It's it, it will get old after this season, right? If it kept happening. We- but it's a it's a fun change of pace, and I like I said I'm enjoying it more than I thought I would because I'm like, oh, we're in the Devil series right now. I don't look at like, oh, we're playing the Devils. I can, but now I'm like, no, we're in the Devil series right now. This is where animosity builds. We're you know they're gonna visit us. We're gonna visit them. We're facing the Devils right now. They they gave us COVID. So, you know, it's it's one of those things where it, it's. It's it's unfolding more entertaining than I thought it would facing the same teams over again. Yeah, I think long term this would be awful. But honestly, I'm enjoying the little mini playoff series. And yeah, I think uh, I think you, Sebastian and I are going to have to revisit this around the midway part of the season, which is about a week and a half, two weeks away. I'm, I'm looking forward to that episode here in a couple weeks. So everyone listening, you know, definitely be sure to listen out for that episode around mid-March when we hit the uh, halfway point through the NHL season. And we're going to literally go down our list to see where we announced teams where we thought they'd be and where they're at now and things that correlate to that so i mean i do appreciate or steve and i definitely appreciate everyone listening in again on this this podcast and where we're at in the nhl season and definitely again be sure to look out for that uh, one here coming up in a couple weeks this is chris and steve hey it was great talking with you again hockey fans and you know us we're pigeonhole hockey and we'll catch you next time <laughs>